It's your girl, Brie with the T. You already know what day it is and what is on the menu. This is Thursdays Are For Tea, and the tea is hot with topics like relationships, current events, and more. This ain't that store-bought tea, bitch. <laughs> hey, y'all. What's up? It's your girl, Brie with the T, and you already know what day it is and what is on the menu. Welcome to Thursday's R for T podcast. And if you didn't know where to find me, you can find me on Instagram, Thursday's R for T pod. Twitter, Thurs are the number four T pod. And Facebook, Thursday's R for T podcast. I am on all major streaming podcast platforms. So catch me. If you don't like me on Apple Podcasts, stream me on Spotify. But yes, so let's get started uh so i'm bringing back one of my segments today what's on the menu as a refresher it's a segment that is focusing on tea within the real life so let's talk about what's going on in real life and what's the tea on that so the one thing that i have listed here is the omarion variant of covid19 (laughs) i'm tired of the different variants i'm tired of the fact that they're all labeled with Greek letters it's just it's getting tired um I've never seen a virus in my years like we've had viruses growing up where like never forget when Ebola came out like I've never seen a virus just keep recreating itself and if anything I can admire the recreation and the growth but it's got to stop I only want to see that within myself not within the thing that you know hinders a lot of my daily life like it's it's a lot but yeah the memes have been killing me it's definitely the Omicron however you pronounce that variant but these niggas out here going say oh Marion y'all get me tight but that shit was funny as fuck every meme that i saw was fucking hilarious so thank y'all for that uh y'all are terrible but i'm here with you so it don't matter (laughs) so let's get on well before i continue on with the segment spotify did uh wrapped up like they do every year they wrap up the music that you like they wrap up the podcast that you like and i was really somebody's number one podcast shout out to you latifah like yes i'm gonna call your name out i am your number one podcast you are amazing thank you so much been supporting a bitch since high school so that's real all right thank you so much i i'm not even my own number one podcast shout out to horrible decisions i fucking love that podcast and they were my go-to podcast long before i had a passion for podcasting so that's who got my vote i'm number three on my own list but glad to know i'm number one in someone's heart that's for you latifah thank you so much um yeah so now let's get on with the show um our flavor of the day today you know i keep telling myself that i'm fucking tired of talking about dating and i say that this show is for the 20 somethings which means you know anybody in their 20s can relate to this show and relate to some of the things that i'm saying so this is the show for them because i do feel like if i if you don't know this i do feel like a lot of podcasts like how do i say this when i started before i decided to start 
um, podcasting. I was looking for a new podcast because I was all caught up with horrible decisions. I wasn't into hard or soft yet. I wasn't into, I was only into horrible decisions and I was running out of content and I'm a bad fan, but Patreon wasn't in my unemployed budget. So I wasn't listening to other episodes. Um, so I started looking into new podcasts, specifically those in the black effect which horrible decisions is in as well so i come across this podcast um i completely forgot what it was but it was catered to millennial women and i was like okay well millennial women not far off from me um but what do they call us zillennials some bullshit like that gen zillennials whatever mixing gen z and millennials if you do feel like you are a little outdated with gen z so I got into this podcast and I could not get past one episode because I did not feel like I was millennial um, just by the way she was talking about shit like I wasn't you know it is what it is so it wasn't really that relatable like horrible decisions is all about whole shit and I'm not all into whole shit but they still somehow make it relatable it just wasn't hitting for me this podcast um so that's what made possessed me to see like oh like there are really no podcasts made by 20 year olds and if there are send them to me but i was like there are really no podcasts for like young ass motherfuckers because you know we're all so visual um so i was like you know i gotta get into i was like oh maybe i should get into podcasting maybe i should be that and look at where i am now almost a year later so that's why I'm just like I'm tired of talking about dating but if I'm gonna make a podcast for if I'm gonna make a podcast for the Gen Zers out here then it has to be it has to be about what we go through and dating is a big part of our lives right now all right just gotta make sure that that's Okay, so our flavor of the day today is the types of daters oopsie, that exist. So, I was scrolling down the shade room um, one morning, this morning, whenever this was recorded. Scrolling down shade room, and because of my job, I don't have a lot of time to keep up with shit. So, by the time I get home, I'm already too tired. So, you know, sometimes I just need the quick news, quick facts. So, I just scroll through shade room. So, I scroll through shade room credit to them and a conversation comes up right so the gray bubble is the man and the blue bubble is the woman and now listen to what they say so I'll just narrate it with by starting each gray bubble with the man and each blue bubble with the woman right so the man says what's poppin stranger the woman responds lol nothing nothing about to go to five and below he says, you must be ready for a real one now. She says, LOL, how do I know you're real? He says, come and see for yourself when you're done. And then she texts back, okay, I'm done putting up my tree. And he says, you gonna come over here? She says, you must gonna take me. Oh God, y'all be killing me with these texts. You must gonna take me on a date. I just don't go to men's houses. And my friend, he responds, I don't go on dates, waste time, I know how to cook. Oh, I'm, I guess he's saying I, he doesn't go on dates to waste time. He says, I know how to cook, 
we can sit at my dining table and eat, but I don't spend money on somebody who ain't mine's. She says, okay, that's fine. And he says, so you gonna let me cook for you? All right. So I wanna dig a little deeper into what he said. I don't spend money on somebody who ain't mine's. That's a lot of you niggas today, respectfully. They, I don't know what it is about struggle love that just turns niggas on. But they want to see you go to the trenches, like, of just dealing with the bare minimum to start. And then y'all could start your relationship, which in turn turns into he's already used to giving you the bare minimum. So now you're in a relationship. So guess what he's going to keep doing? Giving you the bare minimum because that's what you already expect. Why should I wait until I'm yours, which I am not. I'm not your property. Mine's. The fuck? Why should I wait till I am yours to get some sort of wine and dine and appreciation? Like, y'all are very confused about what dating is. And that's a whole nother conversation. Well, is it today's conversation? I'm not sure. I wrote this outline like 15 minutes ago. But y'all are very confused about what dating is. And this is why y'all think talking and dating are two different things. And that's why I don't. Fuck with y'all. I feel like I just blacked for no reason. But I'm okay with that. Okay, so that takes me into my conversation of there are two types of daters in this world, and they are the prime example of those two different daters, right? He is the just looking to date until they find what they're looking for. So if you're attractive, you're attractive. You know, he looking at you like, you know, okay, maybe I could date her, talk to her until I see like what's good or whatever. That's that type of dater. That's the B dater. She is... A dater who thinks dating is practicing for well dating is practicing for a long-term relationship and what I mean by that is you know the whining and dining and you know giving up giving high expectations early so that she knows what to expect with you and she knows that you are totally committed in appreciating her and blah 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 okay but those are the two different types of daters, right? So to clarify, so the ones who are dating for the long term, which is the girl, um, they usually fixate. Well, let me not label the two people in the conversation yet. I'm just going to focus on the two types of daters, right? So the ones who are dating with the long term in mind usually fixate their mind on one person. And what that means is someone comes across them or... Like, perfect example, you're scrolling on an app, and you see somebody, and that first conversation is like, whoa. And then they ask for your number, y'all exchange numbers. This could happen in any aspect. So y'all exchange numbers and decide to keep talking. Um, y'all keep talking, y'all keep talking, and essentially you fixate your mind on that one person. You only want to date that person for that time being. So you're already giving that person a sense of exclusivity without necessarily without those expectations being set between the two of you if that makes sense so you're already giving that exclusive taste of a relationship without it being necessary that's what that person who focuses on the long term is the ones who just date to date often date multiple people and they just 
they usually are fixating on what they want so not really the person so they'll date multiple people looking for what they want in a person and then when they find it they find it or they don't really look for anything in particular they just you know city girls <laughs> city boys it's city girls up 1000 but yeah city girls are city boys who just really date just to date talk to just to talk um no real angle in mind I, there's a special place in hell for people like that i'm not even gonna hold you you can't date like that forever and i hate people like that like no i mean i'm just trying to see where this go to be honest i'm just trying to go with the flow like i literally used to i was about to say something i literally used to just say that on dating apps just to make the the dating pool just a little deeper because if you tell somebody you're looking for a relationship on a dating app they check out um you're gonna fall in love with this personality and this sense of humor and then when it's too late it's too late hence why i'm not on the apps anymore <laughs> i can't do it anyway so um there are pros and cons to both of them so the person who's dating for the long term a pro is practicing even though when you this is a oh i don't know how to go with this but there is a pro and con to this um pro is you know when you're dating somebody oftentimes people want you to practice what word is that exclusivity with them prior to like you know yo you got hoes no oh i bet you got hoes no i dropped them whatever dropping your hoes just to talk to this one person and um yeah so when you drop your hose and you're practicing that exclusivity for them that's in you prepping for a relationship which is a pro um i feel like it's very abrupt to just go from having hoes to just all right i'm with a nigga now peace out um because you know those hoes you are having sex with them maybe or they buy you food maybe uh, we established this in the whole phase with Dory. If you got a nigga that's consistently buying you food, that's your hoe. That's just your food hoe. That's Domino's in your phone. So don't say you ain't got no hoes. I'm watching you. Y'all be lying. But, yeah. Huh. A con of fixating your attention on one person and, like, practicing exclusivity early is, what if that shit doesn't work out? <laughs> And I don't mean like y'all actually start dating and then y'all break up down the line. Because that happens. I mean like, and Brianna has been here before. I mean like literally um, talking to somebody and practicing exclusivity. So, you know, let me tell you, Brianna has been through this. So, you're practicing exc exclusivity. You know, you drop all your hoes. And y'all just in the talking stage. You know, nothing serious. And towards the end... All you see is, all he says is, you know, you're like, okay, no, you ask the cursed question. Okay. What are we? And that nigga says, well, what you mean? I thought we was just going with the flow. And now he's presenting you with something that you don't want. And it either turns into a situation ship or you cut this nigga off or you cut her off because it's not exactly what you want.
that's a con and this is why we state our intentions early like i said in the last episode state your intentions early if you didn't hear me before state your fucking intentions early state your fucking intentions early oh anyway so anyway like i was saying so that's a promo con you know you practice exclusivity and you fixate your mind on this one person and god forbid it don't work out or do you just take it like a champ or do you cry like me which one do you do anyway next uh the pros and cons of people who date multiple people um i feel like people who date multiple people at once kind of get lost in the sauce because uh, what if they're all trash i've tried the whole dating and you know going on multiple dates and da, 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 and niggas just be trash people just be trash it's dtn it's dtb all day it, everybody be trash so it's it's time unless you find a real enjoyment in dating that's time wasted uh a pro is you know like i said you're fixating on what you want not necessarily the person that you want well you're fixating on what you want and that may come into any different shape or form and i feel like i'm not making sense here but in my head i'm making sense but i don't know i don't know i don't know what really is a pro i mean Look, dating is fun if you do it correctly. Um, do I know how to do it correctly? No, I might have to bring on a guy, friend, and we debate on what is dating correctly on both sides. Dating correctly as a woman and dating correctly as a man. Sorry, it's DTN. Y'all niggas don't date for shit. Like this one up here. So. <laughs> By the way, uh in the conversation that i read earlier none of them are incorrect and that's the political answer if it was a biased answer i'd say he's wrong um when you're courting somebody you don't want to just take them to your house and just introduce them to the bare minimum you do want to set an expectation and when they do have a sense of comfort with you then you could take them to your home but to be political nobody's wrong he stated what he wants and she stated what he wants she stated what she wants and that's why she took it as a g and just kind of kept it moving because there is somebody out there who will wine and dine you in the dating stage so um i'm happy she just took it like a champ and then you know curse him out and say you know i'm not coming to your fucking house she just stated what she wanted and when he could not provide that she walked away why he still kind of was beating a dead horse talking about you know let me cook for you it's beyond me but they're not wrong um, none of them are wrong in this set situation. Um, personally, I'm her, uh, but I'm also, I like to sleep. So, is my love language taking naps with people? Yes, I will try to take a nap with you very early. No, you know what? Never mind. I'm just talking on my ass. Sorry. Anyway, so, let's talk about which one is Brie. Which one am I? Am I the person who fixates on one person for a period of time and then sees what happens? Or am I the one who dates multiple people and fixates on whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm the person. I'm person A. Um, I'm the former. I usually 
fixate my mind on one person. Maybe that's why I get my feelings hurt all the time. Damn. Self-realization is real. That's probably why I get my feelings hurt all the time. I do fixate on one person. Um, stupid, stupid, stupid. I do. I do. I'll take this L. I do it all the time. Um, I fixate on one person and I see where it goes. Just specifically with that one person. And it's usually because that person did something that I like. So now I fixate on the potential instead of taking what I'm seeing at face value. So, um, so I'll like fall in love with cute things and stuff and then fixate on that person because oh that cute thing tells me that he has potential you have potential mm -mm. so that's what i usually do um and then i usually talk to said person for a few months maybe we date maybe we don't now i did that with one guy i began fixating on him as a person and when i saw that he wasn't fixating on me back or he said he was but the actions weren't aligning so he was we were polar opposites and I wanted to be shown that you wanted me and he was just like oh I mean no I mean you know you know how I feel about you it was that it was two polar opposite ways of showing affection and showing love and I ended up becoming person B while still entangled with this person. So I started dating multiple people to see what I wanted while I was still fucking with that person who was fixated on me but just didn't know how to show it. Didn't turn out well. Um, like I tell people all the time, um, it didn't turn out well because they found out that I was dating multiple people and they got hurt. Now, was I wrong? I don't know. You tell me. But... Like I tell people all the time, you will always be the villain in someone's story. And you can't control that. So it's just best you move on instead of trying to fix it. Yeah. I'm the villain in his story. And that's okay. Will he ever see himself as the villain? Probably not. Do I really give a fuck? Not really. Um, and I told him that too. I was like, after a while, we just started speaking again. And I said, you know, you can see me as a bad guy. But I, I didn't do anything wrong. You said you liked me. You didn't show me. So I went to see somebody who would show me. Did they show me? Not really. I'm talking out of my ass right now. Ignore me. But yeah. So I am the person who fixates on one person. There's a problem with that. And I've... There's a big problem with that. It's... It's the time wasted. I feel genuinely like a lot of people wasted my time. Uh, my problem is... I've experienced fixating on one person and them showing me potential in the beginning, them changing their minds in the middle and not telling me, and then they change their intentions midway through, and I didn't know. So, like, prime example, um, seeing somebody, and, you know, they were swinging some good um, long-term energy, like, oh, you know, we do this in the future, when we do this, so I took it to be that. Um, spent some time and then towards the end you know when I asked the cursed question of what are we it was very much what you mean you know you were a good what would he say 
You were a good summer. You. <laughs> when I tell you that line single-handedly shut a bitch down. <laughs> I could laugh at the pain now because it's been over a year. But that man literally said to me, you know, you made my summer great. That's it? Thanks for the cookie, bitch. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're cool now. We're cool. We're cool. We're cool. It's 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 okay. But so, like I said, being person A, being the person who fixates on one person for a period of time, has only ever gotten me hurt. But will I stop? No, because eventually I'll fixate on the right person. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm the prime example of never learning from your from your fucking mistakes. <laughs> no, but seriously, the reason why I'm not person B, and I want to get into this, is because I do not have the mental capacity to date multiple people. Uh, that's it's not even a physical thing. I just first of all, that's like you know you are are you that person who like tries to control how much you eat out during a week? So imagine dating multiple people, and I'm that person. <laughs> I can't. I can't. So, I, I've never been that person. I don't have the mental capacity for it. I feel like I'll get very confused. Um, I've tried it, catch, like, catch conflicting feelings for different parties. It's not... It's not giving what it's supposed to give. Um, that's just personally for me. And what I think... So I don't think there's one that's specifically better. I think you just gotta find your cup of tea. But you have to understand the cons of both sides and understand if you pick the poison that you pick you have to take the precautions necessary to protect yourself so perfect example i know that because i fixate on one person at a time and i don't have the mental capacity to just date multiple people at once that i'm probably gonna get my feelings hurt and is that a bad thing? Yes, because in turn I do self-sabotage because I think I'm going to get my feelings hurt because my feelings have been hurt. Wow. You know, I'm unpacking a lot and I have to listen. I'm going to re-listen to this episode when I'm done and maybe that'll there'll be some more topics that come from this because overthinking and self-sabotage is real and I do want to go deeper into that because I am somebody who overthinks then proceeds to self-sabotage and it never turns out well. It doesn't. So yeah. So, um, it's definitely, a it's definitely a terrible trait of mine, but yeah, so, um, you have to understand the pros and cons of each thing before you kind of go into it. So if you're going to, if you're me, you fix it on one person and just know, like, you're going to go through getting hurt a lot because you're going to go through being hurt a lot because you don't necessarily like I'm not saying you have nothing to fall back from, but you learn your lesson and it hurts and then you kind of got to build back up. I feel like you got to build back up a little bit more often than somebody who dates multiple people has to. Like you got to build yourself back up or if you didn't take the situation that seriously to begin with, you're just fixated on that person. Okay, cool. But that's just me. Um, I know that I do. I've gotten my feelings hurt a lot. Last year. What was last year? 2020? Yeah, last year I got my feelings hurt a couple times. No. Yeah, a couple times. And then this year, this once. But now I'm back in the cycle of I'm fixated on one person right now. 
Am I going to stop? No. <laughs> I think that's so funny. I'm not going to stop, though. And it's just my human nature. Like, don't force yourself to change. I feel like that's what turns a lot of, like, loving people into heartless motherfuckers. Don't change. If you love, you love hard. The way you love is different. It's just... It is itty what it is. Anyway, um, the other one, the con of just dating multiple people is it could be conflicting feelings. It could be sometimes all the people are shitty. So what do you do if you're not interested in anybody that you're dating? Do you build up a new roster? Do you take time to yourself? What do you do? Um, so there's, there's cons like that. Or what if you do finally find yourself fixated on one person? Do you continuously date other people? Or do you fixate on that one person? Like, I don't know. I'm just kind of talking shit. But listen, I'm going to give y'all a major T alert. This is not a segment. This is just something that you need to remember and lock in. A major T alert right here. Thanks to my stepfather, DJ Khaled. Major T alert, right? Don't sue me. Did he copyright that? I think not. Major T alert. It doesn't matter which type of dater you are. You still need to proceed dating with caution. You still need to proceed with dating with caution. And I mean that if you fixate on one person, um, don't let your guard down completely, especially in the early months. Um, I'm a softie, so I'll be like... But don't let your guard down completely, you know, keep yourself a little guarded just in case, I guess. That's up to you, though. And if you are the person who dates multiple people, you should still stay guarded, but also be open-minded because you're dating multiple people, you're meeting different people, and you're finding... You're just finding what's interesting and, you know, you, you really figure out what you want and what you don't want when you date multiple people. And I do suggest that you become type B dater at some point in your life where you're just dating to date. You're dating multiple people with no commitment. Um, I do see that that's like I had like a, a brief stint with that. Um, people suck. No, you suck. But yeah, so that's what I suggest. And, yeah, I think that's my flavor of the day today. You tell me what you think. Are you, I'm going to ask, are you type A or are you type B dater? And we'll talk about it. Maybe I'll, I'll rehash this conversation. I need to. I feel like it's interesting. I just came up with it, I think. But, yeah, so, can you... That wasn't even English, y'all. That just came out of my mouth. To continue on with our next segment, this is Tinder Tales. Today's Tinder Tales is about this museum date that I went on around a year ago. Yeah, a year ago. So, let's just get started. I'm calling him John Doe. So, this is John Doe in question. And... So some context, so John Doe and I matched around maybe October of last year, if not September, late September into October, me and John Doe matched, and he seemed like my type, 
at the time so i had a real thing for you know i have a type yes but i do date outside of my type because it's just a so i like men with locks but i do like men with froze i like men with waves i like it all but i used to have a real fixation with locks and you can ask anybody who knew me like back in 2017 to like 2019 i was only looking at niggas with locks like for real like that's why my faux locks were born because you know you got to attract you know to, to to get what you attract you got to be it so i used to wear my faux locks letting it come up to me oh my god your locks are gorgeous i'm like oh really they're fake they're like what who did your locks so real and then it turns into well i did them and it's like oh my god you're so talented and did I just full lock my way into some penis? Yeah, I did. No, he's not. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I promise I'm done. Anyway, yeah. So, he had locks. Brown skin. You know, good looking dude in question. Um, Here was my first fuck up. And here was the first red flag. He only had one picture. the picture was clear of his face and you know i've been watching catfish for some years so it wasn't a good enough picture to make me think he was a catfish so you know he was a good like ugly enough like he was a good he was a pretty ugly enough for me to know that it wasn't a catfish so i swipe right on this one picture like a dumbass which i said i'd never do but i did it and so i swipe right and we start talking and then you know i find out he's not from here he's an immigrant from the caribbean islands second red flag find out he's a caribbean from the yeah the islands i say he's a caribbean from the islands anyway he is an immigrant from the islands fresh out too and he was so cute though so i was like okay i guess you need a little green card or something terrible but so i'm like talking to him and i realized like it's not that the conversation is forced but there's a way you know he was in his 20s as well but i guess he talked really differently because he just isn't from here so the conversation was just very it felt formal like i always felt i was on a fucking interview um and like i knew oh my god let me tell you something so he asked me one day like mind you the and here's the third red flag we talked on tinder for so long for at least a few weeks if you don't catch my attention and ask for my number within the first few days you gotta go and if you don't ask for my number i also think you're weird so i'll get if you if i fuck with you enough i'll give you my number if i don't i'll just say listen i don't feel comfortable giving out my number i think it'd be cool though if we spoke on instagram and if you ask for my snapchat that's the another red flag okay so I'm talking to him and I'm like, okay, what well, we talking on Tinder and I muted my Tinder notifications because I don't need anybody knowing that I'm on this shit. You know, this was before the podcast, so ain't no Tinder Tales to talk about. Oh, I actually I started Tinder Tales on my Finsta. So that's where this was born. So he was featured on my Finsta. Terrible, I know. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> anyway. So I'm like talking to him and this was my next red flag i told him i was like he asked me he was like so what should i eat today and i was like i don't know what do you like to eat oh my god my nose is cuff i was like what do you like to eat and he was like oh um well he said this is what he said and i'm gonna say it like this on purpose uh if we were in a relationship i'd say i'd eat you 
but since we're not there yet, I won't say that. But you just said it. Fourth red flag. Anyway, I just miscounted. I, I miscounted all the flags, but that's another red flag. Okay, cool. So he says that, and I'm like, okay, for sure. I keep talking or whatever. Mind you, I'm bored. It was slow, so I'm bored. Um, this is what unemployed Brie was going through. This is why this is a, a thing now. So, yeah. So, um, we're talking or whatever, and he offers. He decides to finally ask me on a date, and I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, um, I really like museums. I'm like, okay, cool. This is before you had to be vaccinated to go anywhere. So we were like, yeah, let's go to the, I think we went to the Met. No. MoMA, Museum of Modern Art. We decided to go to MoMA and he ends up buying tickets. He buys the tickets. He buys the tickets for the MoMA in Long Island City, which wasn't far. Like, it was the Q to the 7. So I take the Q to the 7 or whatever and we get there. Yo. So first of all, he told me he was 5'8". Fifth red flag. Y'all niggas be lying about your heights. Or somebody is lying to y'all. I don't care. But it's just not giving what it's supposed to give. Like, it's it's not giving what it's supposed to give. Like, y'all just be short. Anyway, 5'8 wasn't looking like 5'8 because I'm 5'9. If you 5'8, then we eye level at least. He was not. Well, I don't remember. But he wasn't bad. So we end up going and um, so we go to the museum and the museum was about mass incarceration and how mass incarceration is interweaves um, with our daily lives. So they featured um, desks because, you know, incarcerated um, men make the desks that we sit on in school and stuff like that. So it was just focusing on that. The boy had nothing to offer to the conversation. Next red flag. Nothing to offer to the conversation. And one thing I can talk about is mass incarceration and the school's prison pipeline. You know, I pay for them classes in college for a reason to become a well-rounded individual. One thing I'm going to do is talk. So he had nothing to offer to the conversation. I was like, mm -mm -mm -mm. okay, next red flag. Then, after we leave the museum, um, you know, he gassed me up a little bit. He's like, okay. Coincidentally, this is the time in my life where I was going through it. So this is when I officially started filling in my eyebrows because I was doing my own eyebrows during COVID and I started cutting this shit off by accident. So I was bald on one side of the eyebrow. On my like left this side. So I just had to start like drawing it in. That's how I got so, you know, good at it. Anyway, so he he complimented me, you know, he 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 um oh you look good or whatever. I'm like, I think you make up all of my mask, but I don't matter. So we end up going, and he's like, so what do you want to eat? I'm like, uh, what do you want to? He's like, I don't know. I don't really know anything around here. Just put me onto a spot. I was like, all right, but. So we decided to go someplace, but then I remember it's cash only. So I was like, if you want to pay with card, let's. there's another place. There's a Thai place that I really like in Park Slope. We can go. So we take the train, and we're talking. And I really sit on the train, and I finally get to see his outfit. Like, there. Yo. Y'all, I'm not shallow. I'm not. But when I tell you, he dressed like he was off the boat. That's all I got to say. He dressed like he was off the boat. Okay. 
and I, I have no style I have none whatsoever I'm a sweatshirt leggings and I'm done kind of person but this fresh off the boat shit my dad will wear like now we gotta stop so I'm looking at him and I'm just like oh, okay you know we talking or whatever he looking at my nails comment to my nails I'm like okay thank you I worked very hard and and then we keep talking and we get to the restaurant and I'm like oh so what do you want to eat he's like oh I ate before I came next red flag I hate people who do that if you're gonna go on a date with me just say that you don't want to eat like you're not in the mood to just say that I ate beforehand so let's just go to the museum or don't eat period people know this and if you're listening to this you especially know this you know what I'm talking about I hate it I hate it I hate it when people eat before a date or before linking up do you hate me yes you do you hate me do not eat before I link up with you do not eat I'm a foodie and I like to try new shit and if you just ate in front of me if you ate before me before we got there that's a hate crime because I waited for you I waited for the link up to eat that is a hate sorry back to the story anyway they know who I'm talking about oh anyway um that was a little insider sorry anyway so he ate before we got linked up and so I ordered an appetizer thinking that we were gonna eat he tried one calamari and then just stopped eating I'm like why are you not eating oh I ate before why then I ordered my food he doesn't order he orders I think I did think he ordered something no he didn't he just ordered my food and watched me eat do not fucking watch me eat that's not even coming as a that's not even a hate that's just me coming from like a big being a big one do not watch me eat do, who told like do not watch me eat Ugh. so yeah so after that the conversation was good enough I, the wine hit me a little bit i got a wine i had a glass of wine you know the wine was hitting me a little bit so I was like, okay we can go for a walk because it was like the last nice day of the year and i was wearing a, i was wearing a nice little long dress or whatever so i'm feeling myself i'm like okay let's go for a walk go for a walk end up at a park we sit down we talking um we talking we talking we talking and then i know he was fixing to kiss me but i didn't want to kiss him but fixing to kiss me and this thing gonna go y'all should have heard his one-liner before he leaned in like i he was like I think I was talking about how much I liked Law and Order. And I was like, you know, but Ice-T has these terrible-ass one-liners before the show goes to commercial. And da, da, da. And he just said some stupid one-liner and tried to compare it to Ice-T and leaned in to kiss me. I'm like, Ugh. Next red flag. Let me stop. <laughs> but yeah. After that, I was like, oh, okay. So we get up. And he walks me to the train station. And I'm like, okay no no um i remember telling my friends he hit the group chat immediately immediately i was not letting that shit fly to be honest he hit the group chat immediately i was like yeah no more mm -mm. and i slowly but surely ghosted him instead of saying that i'm not interested 
terrible ending. I know. But that was my tender tale. Um, such an interesting, interesting day. Never again. Anyway. So with that being said. Oh, the next red before. I, so this is why we have outlines. Before he walked me to the train station, he joked about breeding me next red flag do not joke about breeding a bitch please on the first date you're joking about breeding me breeding me no mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. it's a joke maybe later on when we're in a relationship already don't joke about breeding me when we just like that's the ref like i already see you as you're trying to get your green card so now you have a now you want an anchor baby mm -mm. as an anchor baby herself let me stop sorry mom <laughs> but no it's not happening. Thank you very much. So that was my next red flag. And then he could. It was not. It was. The, the date was not living longer than that. It was what it was. A date. And. It is what it is. Terrible person. Yes. You. Like I said. You got to be the villain in somebody's story. You're not always a good guy. And that's that. So with that being said. I will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to my rants today. This topic came to me out of nowhere. Um, especially with seeing that picture, I kind of just pulled it out of my behind, but it was a good enough conversation. If you have just, if you disagree with me, just let me know. Um, if you think there are other types of daters, also let me know, but I still do think there are only two types. Um, and yeah, nothing goes better with tea than more tea. So come back next week for your cup full. Bye.